Welcome back to Respect the Dead, the podcast where we don't. Betty, it's no surprise that everyone celebrated your demise. And now, worms are eating your eyes. So don't you worry your rotting head as you sleep in your sodden bed. It's time to respect. Here at Respect the Dead, we read all of your reviews um, because it's nice when people talk about us. Preferably saying nice things like RobZTV.com, who gave us five stars, dancing on the graves of monsters, a necessary corrective to our celebrity-obsessed culture's tendency to rehabilitate the reputations of society's malefactors once they're safely in the ground. Some episodes are ripped from today's headlines, RIP, got it? Where the body is still warm, others target historical creeps and weirdos long turned to dust. The banter is amusing, the hosts stay mostly on topic, and the theme song slaps. Thank you, RobZTV.com, which I'm sure is the name on your birth certificate. Also, I love the mostly on topic, like, you got us. You fucking got us, Rob. Uh, anyways, yeah, let's listen to the episode. Okay, so... Uh, this week I'm doing Roy Cohn. Do you either of you know him? The name kind of sounds familiar, but yeah, I don't know. Somewhat familiar. I didn't. I didn't think he was dead. Oh my god, is he alive? No, he can't. No. Okay. I was like, <laughs> wait. I'm like, no. No. Uh, I've seen this research. <laughs> don't worry, we'll take care of it, bestie. The way that terrified me. <laughs> Did he die recently? No, no, he died like before I was born. <laughs> Oh, like, really? <laughs> I definitely yeah. thought he was alive. I thought he was alive and old. The way I, I like didn't remember my research. I'm like, <laughs> wait, uh-oh. <laughs> um, okay, so have either of you seen Angels in America? No, no I haven't, no. actually. No, I know. That's very on brand for you. Like, to have, like you should see it. You oh, should watch it. it on your flight. <laughs> it's like, it's like six hours. It. <laughs> no, yeah. it's about like um, it's about a bunch six of hours like, and I'll gays. cry. Yeah, it's like a bunch of a, a gays during the AIDS crisis in New York. I'm like yeah. the the way I would have just assumed you would have watched it. Yeah, but I I also haven't seen um the more the the recent Russell T Davies one um because I so it's too much i keep it's like one of those things that i keep saying i'm gonna watch but I like i just don't want to cry <laughs> yeah you're like i'm not in yeah. like the mood for this <laughs> I, yeah. I don't want to get traumatized yeah angels in in america is legitimately funny though um it is <laughs> oh, okay it is really good yeah it's it's very good and very gay mm. and uh it's like a fantasy series so it cool. takes away some of the like bite of the AIDS crisis when there's like literally mm -hmm. angels show like ripping open your ceiling and showing up. That is how I found out about Roy Cohn mm -hmm. because he is a character played by Al Pacino in the like HBO version of Angels in America. Mm -hmm. Okay, Meryl Streep's also in it, so oh, you know, nice, worth it. And I was thinking about it recently, and I was like, he was he was portrayed as like very monstrous in that series. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh my God, wait, I have a podcast where we talk about <laughs> shitty dead people. Oh, mm -hmm. awful people. I should talk about this shitty fucking really shitty dead man. So I'm going to do that. I can't wait <laughs> to piss on his corpse. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. So 
Roy Cohn, born in New York, February 20th, 1927, to like a very privileged oh, Jewish no, family. Oh, no. We share a birthday. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. It's a real, it's a real, it's a horrifying blow to all of us February 20th girls. <laughs> Rihanna is, is pissing and shitting. I was about to be like, I honestly don't see the similarities. And then I remembered that he like was like shit faced and like fucking a new guy every day. And I'm like, sounds like I see the similarity. <laughs> Me, Rihanna, and Cindy Crawford called out February 20th. That's a very February 20th thing. (laughs) Classic February 20th behavior. Classic February 20th. (laughs) Pissing, shitting, fucking, and absolutely off our faces. And snorting. Um, Well, how do you think we stay so skinny? That's true. That all all of these people were very skinny, including him. So I read a bunch of articles, but then I also watched a documentary about him. And the documentary gave me some really good lines because a bunch of people who knew him were still alive when this documentary was mm. made, like, I don't know, like seven years ago or something. Because um, he died, like, in his 50s. So, like, a bunch of people mm. that worked with him oh, okay. are, like, still kicking oh my god yeah i didn't know that he died young yeah ish well he was like in his 50s so like younger than like a a lot of the the bad people in the world who like lived to like 107 yeah (laughs) yeah for no fucking reason there are so many choice quotes about his family that i wasn't able to find anywhere else because this was just like people talking shit yeah they're put in front of a microphone everyone they're talking about is dead and we know what happens when that goes down (laughs) 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 no idea (laughs) okay so they're like his mom dora who i call the ugliest girl in the bronx (laughs) (laughs) okay i I don't know yes dora was gorgeous oh really legitimately i love her yeah hold on i mean She's kind of blown out there, so that might be helping. Like, but legitimately, you know that I would I would criticize her if I thought she was ugly. Oh. <laughs> There's like definitely been That's episodes why. where both of you are like, she's pretty. And I'm like, ew, no, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she just looks like a normal person. Well, that's why I asked, because I was like, did he have a right to say it? Like <laughs> Um, in New York, given who they were all hanging out with, kind of, because like they were hanging out with like models and actresses in this, in okay. this period. Like, so mm. I get it, but like she just looked like a woman who didn't have a skinny nose. <laughs> and it was like, mm. ugliest girl in the Bronx. Mm. <laughs> like, okay, all right, calm, calm down. down. I can tell mm-hmm. you're gay by the way you're dragging this woman. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I mean, honestly, it, it is like all the people that call like Barbara Streisand ugly. Like, pe- yeah, no, 100%. Pe- Barbara Streisand was never ugly. <laughs> no, she has the bluest mm. eyes and the longest legs anyone's ever had. <laughs> so she wasn't. Very pretty inside, though. Like, she was just, like, kind of, like, fucking annoying. Oh, okay. So her family had to marry her off um, to Alcone. Annoying people do look uglier. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so they promised 
Alcone that if he married Dora, they'd upgrade him from like a lawyer to a judge because Dora's family was like super connected. I was about to go, can um, they do that? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, they didn't like, it wasn't like out of fair where you like trade in like two medium Mickeys for like one large goofy or whatever the fuck. Like, <laughs> it was like, what you okay, well, we have connections. Yeah, you trade in like we different sizes for larger sizes of of prizes. Was that yeah, not that a thing? Sense. That's really a thing. If you win like oh. three smalls, you can get a medium, and then if you get a couple of mediums, you can get a large. Maybe mm-hmm. I was just like bartering at the fair, <laughs> like a weirdo. <laughs> no, 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 that's really a thing. Like, yeah, no, that's really a thing. I've been to fairs where you like you win like a small, a couple of small stuffed animals, and then eventually you can trade those in or. Switch them up. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't oh. exactly what you're talking Yeah, about. like I, I remember using like stuffed animals as currency at the fair. You have like tickets yeah. and stuffed animals and you're like. <laughs> okay. Well, do I look like someone who goes to a fair <laughs> to go to state Do fair? I? I was agoraphobic. This is like based on when I was like two. <laughs> <laughs> I would go to a fair now to get on those rickety ass rides. But I wouldn't you're play like, okay. If like- I survive, the lawsuit is going to like pay for my fucking retirement. Uh, I love going to uh, I love going to the fair and going into the, the area where all the buddies are that are being traumatized by small children. Oh my God. And then you just give them a little break and you're like, hey buddy, I'm here to just like let you have a break between all the ear pulling and then you put them back sorry that what fun the petting there's zoo is at fair yeah there's like yeah there's oh, really bunnies. i don't think we do this and in like California. llamas and and goats um and chickens usually lots of i've chickens. been to a petting zoo before in canada it's all like farm animals and i'm like bro do you live here or like do you go back tonight? <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. is this it for you? Because I'll feed you extra if, like, oh you're about to go die. The, the one part of the fair that doesn't make any sense to me, like the one that we go to a lot as my family, is there's a whole part where it's just a bunch of cows, but the cows are all facing with their asses towards the people as they walk down the aisles. And I'm like, I don't understand why this is fun for anybody. They don't want to look at you. Like, yeah, they're, they're busy. It sounds like a bathhouse. But they're doing it on purpose. You just like walk. In, oh just no! Like a just line up a hole. Asses holes. facing at you. A line of holes. Yeah. <laughs> Cows okay. giving you side eye over their okay. shoulders. When I was yeah. in, I was in Palm. Everybody, shut up! Roy hasn't even been born yet. <laughs> okay, we have to get through this. We're, so we're at the state we're fair right now, in. and we're supposed to be recording a podcast. <laughs> we're like at a petting Sorry. zoo. <laughs> Okay. I just really like bunnies. They had one child, Roy. And Dora was like Wait, is Roy short for uh, something or is it just Roy? Just Roy. I just, just always Roy assumed Cone. the name Roy was short for something. Like Roynold. Royal. <laughs> what? Roynold. <laughs> Roynold. <laughs> it's Roy Marcus Cohn. And his mother spoiled him. It's probably why he was gay. Um, she loved him <laughs> so much. She was like constantly like doting on him. That is what causes it. Yeah. He had the prettiest clothes. Like he was, he got everything that he wanted. Um, His father was a Democrat and Roy would sit in with the adults at dinner, like for their political discussion. So like his dad would have over a bunch of politicians and Roy would sit there and he would like question them. Mm -hmm. Um. And like make his little political commentary. Like (laughs) it actually is a 10. (laughs) He met President Roosevelt and was like, love your plan to get get to pack up the Supreme Court, sir. (laughs) (laughs) That is adorable. I would be very charmed by that. (laughs) 
<laughs> like I know I know you're a little shit, but like this is this is good. Like mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but cute. smart kids are like adorable. And like, hold on. Yeah, uh, they are pretty cute. We invented the word can... precocious for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sounds like Here precious. Okay. She doesn't look as great when she's smiling now that I look at her. Um, oh, an ugly smile. That does suck. It ruins pictures. Sorry, sorry Dora. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I didn't, I never saw her smiling before, but like, that's Also, if she Roy. was annoying, being annoying makes you ugly. I don't think she's ugly. Mm-mm. I don't say, I think she does pretty. have a goofy she's, smile. She's, she's not, a goofy smile. She's not she's ugly pretty. at all. Yeah. And, and Roy is fucking adorable. <laughs> her, little, her little bouncing, <laughs> bouncing baby gay. <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> like, yeah, no. <laughs> you are definitely born gay and not this. Okay, for everybody listening, she's got an infant on her lap. Like, you are not made gay. You are born gay because that is a gay baby. I can't explain why. I just know it is. <laughs> well, you can see it. Look at him. Look at that gay face. It. he's perfect i love him i can't wait for him to turn into a horrible person he is (laughs) probably the worst person other than like columbus that we'll talk about oh no are we gonna cry oh no we're not gonna cry but like you are gonna get very angry okay um but right now he's just a little shit disturber he is precocious um and he spent his like childhood like bribing and manipulating he was one of those kids mm-hmm. and he learned from his father right like he's around politicians yeah. they discuss their tactics and he's like he's slimy i could probably use that on my teacher <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah like oh okay so i really like when i get my way <laughs> <laughs> So I'm probably just going to do whatever I feel like to do that. Oh, my God. It's me. Was I born on February 20th? <laughs> I was just about to say. Maybe I'm a February 20th rising. <laughs> February 20th rising. There's like a bit of dirt on your birth certificate. You smudge it. It just says February 20th. <laughs> February 20th rising. I'm fucking crying. I'm just like literally picturing that like uh, uh, smudging off August 27th because there's and like somehow yeah, it's just exactly. 20th. It's, just, it's just a bunch of smudges. You should call your mom after this and be like, is there something you need to tell it's me? It's like all different letters. <laughs> to be fair, all of all of these things are also true of Virgos. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but we're Pisces. Roy and I are Pisces. Um, I will say I got in the fourth grade, I got into really big trouble um, because um, this boy who was like kind of bullying me, um, like oh, no. told like we got into some kind of argument where uh, he gay. was saying that people that people like <laughs> him more than me. So I passed around like around the class. I was just like, As do you, you do. like me or this boy better? And everyone picked me, um, obviously. Yeah. And then uh, I got into really serious <laughs> trouble for um, quote unquote passing a petition around the class <laughs> asking about like whether or not people liked this kid. And then he cried. But like he started It's not it. a petition. It's a survey. Read a book. Yeah, it's a like, survey. It's not a petition. Yeah. It's a survey and it's a poll. the people have spoken. 
<laughs> I would have sent around another one being like, do you think I should get in trouble for this? Yes or no? <laughs> do you think we should kill Miss Chisholm? Yes or no? So I think like, I think Roy and I would have had like a lovers to enemies trope or enemies to lovers trope, you know, except Ooh, like not yeah. actual lovers, but like. No, Enemies to but he would have told people that you were getting married, even though you weren't going to, like he did with Barbara Walters. Oh, and I would have, I would have been like, "Yeah, I'm his beard. Now give me all yeah. your money, Roy. <laughs> your mom's wearing a really nice brooch in that picture. Can I have it? <laughs> it wouldn't be a shame if anything happened to it. <laughs> okay, so he graduated pretty quickly, made it into law school, and graduated law school. So young that he wasn't old enough to take the bar exam. Oh, wow! Uh, he was twenty, so he had to wait a year. Oh, yeah. He was he was incredibly fucking smart. Like he had a. Yeah. I'm not going to say he had a photographic memory, because I'm ninety percent sure that's fake. Um, but he was able, like the way people talked about him as a lawyer, um like other lawyers specifically, like colleagues, and also people who fucking hated him, which uh, mm-hmm. also was some of his colleagues, um, were like, he would have no information about the case. He would read the case file like the day he was going into court. And by the time he got there, he had like every single bit of it memorized, had like figured Jeez. out what his strategy was going to be. Like he didn't even need to prepare. It was just like, this was what he was like innately good at yeah wow. good for him people called him ruthless controversial flamboyant good for um, him like <laughs> we love flamboyant yes. we love it <laughs> yeah we also love ruth- ruthless and controversial okay also <laughs> controversial because you're boring if you're not yeah. Someone in the documentary said he was like a caged animal. If you open the door, he would come out and get you. His contempt for people, contempt for the <laughs> law you? was so evident on the face of it that if you were in his presence, you knew you were in the presence of evil. <laughs> like him in the courtroom, the way that he walked in, it was like, he did not care. Whatever he needed to do mm-hmm. to win, he would do. Um, and it got to the point that people were so scared that they would be like, oh, like like preparing their case. And they're like, oh, who's his counsel? And they'd be like, Roy Cohn. And they'd be like, you should settle. <laughs> wow. Jesus. <laughs> like, you do not want to get put in court because he was like the kind of lawyer, you know, you know, the lawyers that in like a in like a sexual assault or like a rape case the lawyers that like completely try and like besmirch and destroy the the character of the, yeah. the victim or survivor so it's not even he was worth, like like yeah we're like mm-hmm. if if there's literally anything about your life that the the jury or like the court is going to find out about and they could potentially use against you yeah he was like that kind of lawyer but like would go as far as like literally just make shit up too, like just yeah. just because he could. Um, mm. So when he was coming up, it was like height of the Cold War. Like this is this is everybody's scared of communists. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they're they're around every corner. Um, 
Do you know about Julius Rosenberg? I mean, they are. I mean, no, yes, and we stand. Um, (laughs) Do you know about Julius Rosenberg and Ethel Rosenberg? (gasps) The names are super familiar. I'm gonna say those. That sounds so familiar. I'm pretty sure I do. I just forgot. Especially Ethel. Yeah, Ethel is like the big one. Meryl Streep plays her in Angels in America. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So they're both convicted of revealing atomic secrets to the Russians. Okay. And both of them were eventually sentenced to death, which resulted in like riots and protests. Um, mm-hmm. So that may be where you where you heard of this you know because yeah. I think they were the first and potentially only people like in this period to be executed like outside of like wartime. Mm. So it was like it was a big thing, a big mm-hmm. deal. Mm, okay, and interesting. Around this time, like. Uh, like television like the like the news had started to to form like in the way yeah. in in like in the way like forming like the like the news cycle it obviously yeah. was not the like 24-hour news cycle yet or anything but like with Roy Cohn was like not specifically this case but throughout his career that's when cases started to be televised in hearings um and mm-hmm. he he really fed off like that attention. Like he made his name for himself, like using the media in that way. Right. Um, Okay. Both Ethel and Julius were Jewish and Mm -hmm. there was Mm -hmm. a big anti-Semitic component to it. Yeah. Because a lot of people spoke to Russians. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So they hired a Jewish judge and a Jewish prosecutor, Roy, um, to make the conviction seem less sus. But from yeah. everyone in his family, like uh, everyone called Roy a self-hating Jew just as much as he was a self-hating gay. Oof. He was the kind of person to say like, "Yikes! you can tell that I'm not like Jewish or gay because I can call up the president. Oh. Like, I, couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't be a faggot because I can get Reagan on the phone. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> like a faggot was is, he wrong <laughs> it was like a faggot <laughs> is somebody who like who has no power who mm. yeah who has no standing i'm roy Cohn. like mm-hmm. so how could i possibly be a faggot he has this like this is like a real like vibe that he had and like there's like mm-hmm. quotes that lead to this but there's like a really good uh monologue that he goes on in angels in america um that just like basically like spells out that entire mentality and it's so fucking mm-hmm. good after the case roy claimed that his influence led to um the judge that was appointed being appointed roy said that the judge would call him like outside of court hours and they'd have conversations mm-hmm. he would call him from like the payphone outside his synagogue and they would talk about the case and Roy was like, listen, we want the death penalty. You're going to give us the death penalty. And the judge was like, okay. You know what? I'm I'm literally convinced. That doesn't sound <laughs> legal. That doesn't sound like something you're allowed to do. <laughs> I was just about to say, that, that sounds, yeah. There, there has to be laws against that, right? <laughs> so here's the thing about Roy Cohn. He was a lawyer who knew all of the laws. Mm-hmm. He did not follow them in in 
any because you don't have to when you're rich no, and powerful. He, yeah, yeah. When you're not but a yeah, faggot, he knows you the, have laws. To the laws. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Was he wrong? <laughs> <laughs> when their deaths by electric chair were set, it caused an uproar. People marching against it. People marching for it, carrying signs like "Death to all Reds." They were women too, which is like um, very significant. One, a woman right? and a man. I think oh, okay. they're a, a hus- they're a husband and wife. Jul- sorry, husband Julius and, okay. and Ethel. Okay. Okay. Um, they were actually. It's very unusual that a woman gets executed. Mm. So people were very against her specifically being executed. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna send you an image of them. It's their mugshots, and honestly, they look oh. fucking iconic. <laughs> couple's costume for Halloween. Um. Oh my god, they do look <laughs> iconic. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure they did give like atomic bomb information to people that should not have had a. So that's not cute. Yeah. I, I was not going to say based. It, like, it's <laughs> giving any kind of information about weapons of mass destruction. Like, <laughs> I want to recreate that photo of like me in the dress and my boyfriend in the suit and like have it up on my <laughs> wall. <laughs> mm. You'd look so cute in that dress. Absolutely. Cute couple's costume. Do it. it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So a lot of people say the government never had enough evidence to convict Ethel of anything that could lead to her death. I think like, I think she like transcribed some things, which like. So she might not have even known what she was doing. I, no, no, okay. I think she, she, I think she knew. She knew what she was doing. I okay, think, okay. I think she was like, fuck America. I do think. <laughs> she was just based like, on what I, I don't read. Know, they just told me to write this shit down. And I was like, oh, I don't get it. I don't know what's going like, on here, but I guess I'll do it. <laughs> I feel like she knew, but I don't feel like anything she did was like anywhere close to what they were accusing her of, especially yeah. with Roy Cohn as a prosecutor. Mm-hmm. And. There was like there was there was a energy about this after that was sort of the way people described it. It's like now you knew Roy could kill you legally. Oof. Like yeah, like he has enough power to be like yeah. If you piss him off enough, I'll get you the death penalty. Like you could just be fucking dead. Mm-hmm. Um. After their deaths, in an interview, he was like. It's been a really good year for anti-communist actions in America, don't you think? Yeah. We've had a good year. And I'm like, oof. So Hoover, J. Eggs. J. Edgar. J. Eddie. J. J. Eggs Hooves um, hated (laughs) communists and loved Roy. He sure did. Um, You sure hated communists. (laughs) He also really hated MLK. Cohn passed on Hoover's information to the media and like worked for him, like sort of like a, as for like a quid pro quo, he got Cohn a job um, as counsel to Joseph McCarthy's committee. So we are now in like, like red scare. And then also, and then also lavender scare. Yeah. Because. Mm -hmm. Which are related. Yeah, yeah, because they were like the gays are caused those by the gay communists. communists. <laughs> the gay communists, and once again, they're not again. Wrong. Were they wrong? <laughs> were they wrong? <laughs> yeah. Hey, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> those cat girl communists. 
<laughs> based, based, and based. Anarchist cat boys. <laughs> so McCarthy, he was on a witch hunt for gays. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The witch trials of Jay Gay is rolling. Um, <laughs> and even though Roy was like, everybody knew he was gay because like you see a gay, you know, a gay 90% of the time. You see a gay walking down the street and you're like, oh, look, a gay. I saw a baby and I was like, that baby's a gay. <laughs> yeah. And he was gay. Hold on. Let's give you. <laughs> let's give you a little photo. So they also were like. One of the things about Roy is he was the ugliest man on earth. And I'm like, what is wrong with these people? Like, he just looks like a normal man. I actually thought he was yeah. kind of pretty when he was younger. Yeah, he looks fine. Oh, uh, yeah. He's like, not I would all. Yeah. Yeah. He's cute. If that man had come up to me and I was on cocaine and I was on cocaine and champagne at a bar and it's like the 50s, oh. I would have done yeah. it. I think... Just as anti-Semitic as people are now, like, they were way worse back then. So I think if you even had, like, a hint of Jew about you, they were like, you're so ugly and horrible. <laughs> you're like a literal so, fucking mm. monster. And I'm like, Jesus They're like, Christ. <laughs> and you look the at him and you're like, he's fine. He looks like a normal fucking person. <laughs> the way everybody describes him in this documentary, and it was like, smart as a whip, sad about his face, though. And I'm like, what is <laughs> happening he looks like a normal like, fucking person it, his whole family was like fucking raked through the nasty ugly girl coals like <laughs> every single person was like roy roy loved the pretty boys which was weird because he was so busted he looked like a dustpan and also, i'm like what is, is that weird is that weird? Like isn't it they, always like the busted ones that go for the pretty little twinks? Right? Like, what are you, like, spoken like somebody who's never been on Grinder? <laughs> I know. <laughs> the way, like, 90-year-old men who only have, like, a photo of their, like, pointy nipple as their profile picture messaging me <laughs> and being like, hey, little one. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's so weird and uncommon for me. Hey, little one. <laughs> this is the visual hey, grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> no? <laughs> okay, out of all the things that, like, look good on old men, like, it is not, it is not their, like, gravity-laden nipple. nipples. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I'm so... <laughs> Why do they always look like someone has has sucked from them? Like yes. you do, they do look no like they've been suckled upon. Troopy. Like suckled them dry though. Yeah, like you know what I mean. And they've it's they've like, got it's that like, like that haze of white chest hair over it, <laughs> like like a foggy morning. <laughs> 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 no. like, a light, like a lighthouse sitting on a, a fucking cliff <laughs> oh no and the tip of the lighthouse is the I'm nip crying. <laughs> no. I'm crying. No. oh my god unhinged <laughs> no. why am I talking like I've spent time on Grindr no, but you're a you, gay icon who's. <laughs> I'm like you know men. You know you know how men. <laughs> I exist. do know man. Hello, yeah, little sadly. one. Made me fucking choke. 
<laughs> it's like um, I'm so gr- I'm so grossed out. <laughs> no. Oh. Oh my god. And the worst part is it'll be like five meters away, and you're like, "Is this man in my closet? Do I need to go? <laughs> yeah. Do I need to go like shaky handily go to like pull my shower curtain oh open really quickly?" Oh no, Kaylin's <laughs> in like one of those like '90s thrillers with a, a scorned woman who shows up in the place. No. Oh no, it's called Little One. The movie. <laughs> oh no, I'm gonna write this. <laughs> Nor Little oh, God. One. <laughs> Nart little warn. Um, so Roy's doing good for himself despite being gay because, like, being a pick me is actually really profitable, as we've seen with Blair White. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, the thing about being gay is, though, like, sometimes people start to notice. Um, and by sometimes, no. I mean by like grade two or like in this case when you're a when you're an infant when you're a you when you're a slur of a baby i'm like if i had seen <laughs> that baby at the grocery store i 100 would have been like faggot. um <laughs> no, you hate having so, a baby. <laughs> it's not a hate crime babies don't have rights which is i will fight for child for children's rights but until they do i'm just saying it's not a crime okay <laughs> kaylin fighting to extend abortion until year five <laughs> i literally am the conservative meme it's like they want you to be able to abortion up to three years after the child is born and i'm like yeah and what's the fucking problem <laughs> a woman has a right okay. to choose until that baby goes to kindergarten yeah no <laughs> like i'm sorry i'm sorry does the right to choose stop at birth <laughs> like that's that's anti-feminist number one um oh you want rights better learn to read (laughs) you better learn to advocate for them (laughs) so i sent you a photo that is david shine that is a man roy started working with and absolutely felt like madly in love with he okay yeah, I get it. Like, I was about to say anything. he was hot. He like a Nazi. He, I mean, he does kind of look like a Nazi, but I think he's Jewish. Mandy. Shine, right? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's the haircut. It's definitely the haircut. It's S-C-H-I-N-E. Oh. So I... It's still... Uh, I, I mean, yeah, so, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I do not know. It is definitely the haircut, though. But he does look hot. He does look hot. Yeah. I get it. Well, he was in the army in those photos. So he has like a military cut. I sent another photo. Oh, that's why. That's why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. He had luscious lips. Like, what? Yeah. Like, damn. Here's, I'm sending a. He has some. He has some bags under his eyes in like a hot way. Yeah. I'm sending you a photo of him and Roy next to each other. You know, he stays up late brooding. Oh, he's. Okay, but Roy is like standing below him, right? Or is he really that? Yeah, much he's. <laughs> no, no, no. He's on like one of them's on the train and one of them's off the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess if he's standing next to the hot boyfriend, he definitely looks not as pretty because of that. Well, that's the problem. You surround yourself with the hottest people possible. So maybe that's why people think he's ugly. I, he's so cute. No, he's 100% still cute. 
Right. You're going to look ugly by comparison. But like if you if he wasn't in that p- same picture, he would look like the normal guy. But next to the hot guy. Yeah. You, you I'm look like a little worse. Yeah. Like I, I don't want to be standing next to like Charlize Theron. I don't want to do that. Don't do that to me ever. <laughs> I would. So I could steal her fucking purse. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, girl. You can buy another one. They travel. David Shine is also an heir. Um, so that makes like, him he hotter. was hot and, and rich. rich, and like hot and rich in like a didn't have to do anything for either kind of way, mm. which is like that effortless hot and effortless rich. Like, damn. Um, so these two travel across Europe together, trying to like ferret out communists, but also likely doing what gay people do, putting their dicks inside each other's dicks, etc. <laughs> uh huh. Um, and. Everybody knew that Roy was, like, obsessed with him. Like, they fucking, like, everyone that saw them together, like, the way he would just be, like, gazing at him. Oh, um, he was obvious about it. Like, would drop everything for him. Like, yeah, he was, he was so fucking in love with him. Really, obviously, up his butt. Up his butt. Gotcha. Yeah. No, Roy was the bottom. Putting his stick in his dick. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> wearing that foreskin <laughs> like a turtleneck. <laughs> Turtlenecking, of course, of course. <laughs> it's like, what are you into? I'm like, mm, turtlenecking, dove balling, cucumbering. <laughs> the usual you. And they're like, oh, kissing, you know. Like, yeah, well, some of us, some of us aren't super Missionary. vanilla. <laughs> kissing ew <laughs> i know right? sorry but like what kind of kinky shit would it be if you like if you're getting together with somebody and you're like what are you into and they're like missionary <laughs> some real sad i don't even shit. know what that means for gays it's like i'm really into missionary because like i don't want to see your face <laughs> um so mccarthy said he had never seen roy Cohn be irrational about anything ever Except for Shine. Until this guy. Yeah. We've all been there, girl. So when Shine was drafted, Roy was like, absolutely the fuck not. You will never leave me. We are together. You cannot take him away from me. And so. I could have fixed Roy. I could have. He needed a best friend like me in his life. (laughs) To make you're going too too far on this one specific thing. I totally get it, honey. I I totally get it. But you need to shut the fuck up right now. (laughs) You need to go home. I'm sorry. You just, you need to go home. Like, I know, I know, I know you think we're having fun, but it's like, it's really obvious to everyone else and people are talking. People are starting to talk tonight, but in general. How many tragedies in this world we could have avoided if only they had Hoots as the bestie to reel them in? Like, so. How many tragedies would have been caused? (laughs) The amount of people, Hoots would have been like, just have what? Like, should we just get a bottle? It, I think it would even out. I think it would even out. It's cheaper if you get a bottle. <laughs> See? She's trying to do cheaper. it to us right now. <laughs> We're all going to get at least two drinks anyway, so it's cheaper if we get a bottle. No, but some of these people weren't going to get two drinks, and now they're having two drinks, and they're like, oh, I brought my car, but I guess I'll drive. Well, I was going to have then, three. <laughs> and then Albert fucking Einstein is dead in a ditch, and then we never get gravity, and we all float into space. <laughs> End of the world. 
But if I was Roy's beard, he I could have fixed this relationship. I could have I could have made him like a little bit cooler. It's not a beard when everybody can tell that it's glued on. <laughs> <laughs> that is like that is a party city beard. <laughs> okay, this is this is going to okay. be one of this is going to be one of those episodes because we're on page three and we're 42 minutes in. This this may be a two-parter because... <laughs> oh, this is okay. a lot. But Okay, so he wants to get him out of the army. He wants him to not be drafted. Mm-hmm. Roy was like, McCarthy, Daddy, Bethany. Remember how all this stuff I had done for you, Daddy? <laughs> Save my boyfriend. So McCarthy was like, mm, I can't. He's like, what if the army was filled with communists? Then could we fight them? McCarthy was like, um, is it full of communists? <laughs> and Roy was like, I don't know. Like, probably. Like, they all look gay, so they're probably communists. And they're like, okay, perf. So McCarthy went after the army the gay <laughs> communist army to, to save shine <laughs> for roy Bless him. um and it resulted in a five-week televised trial this Love i saw this. clips from great this. court tv fucking shit show amazing <laughs> they didn't have a leg to stand on they had no evidence. Of course not. They had nothing. Like literally of nothing. Not. Yeah. Literally. And I mean, everybody knew he was trying to save his boyfriend. Like they were joking about it on TV. You know who's not giving gay is the American army. You know who's not giving <laughs> communist is the American <sighs> army. Yeah. Man, like, the tweets I'm sorry. incredible. Oh my god. <laughs> not the communists. Okay. Then <laughs> the homophobia in this courtroom was fucking hilarious. The shit that they were saying to him, like they're interviewing him, like, so <clears throat> Shine is um, let's say a warm personal <laughs> friend of yours. And he's like, Yeah. And they're like, Got him. Uh, uh, would would you say um <laughs> a best friend? <laughs> And he's like, yeah, he's one of my many good friends. And they're like, yeah, and we all know we love our best friends and we do anything <laughs> for them. And then, like, everyone in the courtroom is, like, laughing. I need to watch this. I need to watch this. Okay, I will, after this, oh I will send you the link to the documentary. Please do. Uh, because <laughs> that's it. where I saw the clips of this and it was so fucking the mean good. girl energy yeah. of it yes <laughs> ruined and this ruined. was being televised so like yeah. people at home are like ah fairy uh. <laughs> oh my god it's very clear to everyone in the courtroom you're gay you're mm-hmm. gay and your man's gay and you're you're like literally just trying to get that prostate not sent overseas. It would be a shame to lose that prostate. Oh, well, the prostate prostate simulator. Roy was a bottom. He he's an admitted bottom. Okay, um, okay. It would, it would be a shame then to lose that dick. It would be a shame if that dick was gunned true. down. I, oh, you know it was good. Like <laughs> I see that man. Mm. That is like that is some. Um, 
That is some regulation. That is a thick dick haver. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's like you ever look at somebody and you just know it's veiny. Thick and veiny. Yeah. Like, veiny in the right ways. Yeah. Mm. He looks a little, he's uh, he looks like a little tan. He looks like a like veiny questionably young man. <laughs> 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 like that dick oh, that dick has oh. been outside. I think it's been fr- that is some free range cock right there. <laughs> Dick has been GMO around the block. Free grass fed. <laughs> no, no grass fed. <laughs> oh yes. Um, we love her. <laughs> okay, so. Do you know the phrase, have you no sense of decency? <laughs> My parents listen to this. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Hi, Hi Dad. Mama Hoots. Hi, Papa Hoots. <laughs> <laughs> what you were asking us came at the right <laughs> time. <laughs> I do know that phrase. <laughs> It's been lobbed at me quite a few times. (laughs) Okay, same. I actually missed the phrase. What was it? Have you no sense of decency? Oh, I have heard that one, yes. Okay, that And the answer. Really? Oh, really? Because it's about Roy Cohn. (laughs) Have you no sense of decency? Wait, it was about him? Yeah, it was repeated twice in the trial in a row. And it was publicized. Yeah. See, I would be like, wow. do you have no sense of decency? Are you're gonna send that dick over to to die in a <laughs> in a field in in South Korea somewhere? I I don't know. It was after he'd probably just spent like 15 days accusing the American army of being like uh communist faggots. <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> like, sir, coming from you. <laughs> like have you no decency like, yeah like really like do you really like, he nothing, was like, no, like <laughs> to be to be fair i am a capitalist f-slur audacity. <laughs> mm. this rainbow flag is on sale for 2.99 <laughs> it was made in a factory <laughs> by undocumented workers <laughs> who were children who were not paid who were children <laughs> Who were babies? Literal well, babies. Yes, their tiny little hands are best made to sew together those tiny little plot pride flags. Who I know else can they do keep it? adding so many letters to the alphabet and so many stripes mm. to the flag that we need to get smaller, smaller, smaller hands. Yeah, like I'm sorry, it's called the progress flag, and it comes with a little bit of reversal of progress. <laughs> Like, the, you gotta that progress isn't free it's gotta come from somewhere like you want you want more stripes and colors on your flag now babies have to make them like for and that's just the way it is equals more baby fingers <laughs> well i'm sorry but like now you have something to put on your resume yeah and you haven't even graduated elementary school yet that's so impressive i was never given those opportunities <laughs> I actually, I worked at the Scholastic Book Fair. And by worked at, I do mean robbed. <laughs> I volunteered. And then every time that woman turned her back, I just like. Yeah, you had to get those animorphs yeah. somewhere. 
I'm going to say, that's where you got your Animorph books. <laughs> and you know I was stealing a shitty stuff too, like pencil toppers and stuff. Yeah, erasers. <laughs> yeah, erasers no, in like, the shape of frogs. I'm like, this pencil topper looks like a moon, so I am going to steal it, put on this pencil that I stole, and then run outside like moon prism power. <laughs> okay, so have you no sense of decency? No, he did not. When they asked him that in the courtroom, people applauded and America watched. Like, and he said, this- What is decency? Def- can you <laughs> define that word? Can you use it in a sentence? No, her. Can, can you please use it in a sentence? <laughs> um, so here's the thing McCarthyism, the phrase, came about because of this trial in part. Where it was just like all, it was televised, right? So like all of the lies, all of the shitty tactics, all of the like um, subverting of the truth, like all of that that's like associated with McCarthyism. Mm -hmm. The American public saw it because Roy Cohn didn't want his veiny dick sent overseas. Mm -hmm. And like... I mean, Taylor's oldest time. The way this man shaped history. The way, yeah, yeah, the way, the way you will tear the fucking world down. You will burn it all down in the name of a thick, veiny dick. I would. I, and I'm not even ashamed. I'm sorry. Have you no decency? No. No, I no. don't have decency. I have a thick, veiny dick and no gag <laughs> reflex. Like, <laughs> and to me, that's a little more important. Patriotism, I, I don't even know her. Like, what the fuck do I care about Canada? What does it mean? What has Canada given me except for, like, like busted Ontario men? And, like, sure, I could pass over into Quebec, but I don't speak the language. But I can define in in, in very strong terms what, the, what a big veiny dick did for my giant, juicy prostate. Absolutely. That's, I mean... That's my material reality. <laughs> like I'm sorry, but um, I have sciatica. <laughs> this is treatment. <laughs> it's like a massage from the inside. <laughs> I am healing. <laughs> Getting my back blown out is the only way to fix this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie, it actually helps. <laughs> I'm gonna bleep the name, but thank you. Okay. So McCarthy kind of fucked after this. Cone, not so much. Surprising. His reputation was like, well, because he's a lawyer. People expect lawyers to be shady. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Writing in Vanity Fair, Marie Brenner said, Cone's special skill as a senator's henchman was character assassination. Indeed, after testifying in front of him, an engineer with the voice of America Radio News Service committed suicide. Wow. Cohn never showed a shred of remorse. Yikes. That was his reputation. That reputation is not going to be damaged by lying in court. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Like, they were like, oh, but he was such a good guy before. (laughs) People assign like a sort of begrudging, like admiration to like cutthroat people when they're like businessmen or lawyers who are also men or like yeah. <laughs> any like any position of power occupied by a man mm-hmm. yeah 
Like, obviously, if a woman did this, like, it's because she's a duplicitous, evil bitch. But, like, Mm -hmm. a a man who's doing it, it's, like, a sign of the fact that, like, listen, that's his job. He's just doing his job. Mm -hmm. So his reputation didn't really need to recover because it wasn't hit as hard. It was hit. But it's easy to to get that back when you have, like, the ear of the media. Mm -hmm. So he starts a private practice and he's like working his way up in society, like making friends with like really powerful people. He bought his uncle's train company. Um, He did flop it within a couple of years, but like he was going for like Elon, like I'm buying Twitter. Like, of course you want to hang out with me. Mm. Like I literally own the trains in and out of every major city in the United States. Like that's someone you want to (laughs) know. Nerd. Nerd. Trains are for fucking nerds. You got a little train thought? <laughs> Aww. Yeah, you and everyone's dad. <laughs> everyone's mm. dad owns a fucking train. <laughs> so, okay. Lame. <laughs> His, so it gave him status, but people still knew that he was like a little shit disturber who broke the rules, who like was slimy. It's like L. Ron Hubbard kind of vibes mm-hmm. in some ways where it's like mm. he's a liar He'll do anything to get ahead. Like, he takes shortcuts. And at one point, after the family yacht was burned in a mysterious fire, killing a crew member, um, people began to look at Roy to be like, did you have anything to do with this? Because the insurance is in your name. Mm. They were never able to prove it. But there were a lot of other indictments uh, that that came against him. Um I think he had three trials in total with like a bunch of indictments in each one. Good for him. Very Donald Trump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The first one was like perjury, <laughs> obstruction of justice, and then like conspiracy to commit both of those things as well. Because like, I don't know, he didn't have time that day to get through all of the perjury and obstruction of justice that's, he planned on committing. <laughs> that's just what I call being iconic. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, but also he's like, he's lying to put like like poor people away and like on behalf of corporations yeah. like it's not mm, like yeah fuck him it's never over anything but good. also <laughs> right. yeah perjury can be super based and iconic but. uh it's both based and a gorgeous name for a little girl <laughs> perjury perjure oh my god yeah perjure <laughs> little accent Perjure-ray. mark over it <laughs> oh, no. i'm like this is my daughter perjure and this is my son obstruction of justice <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> it's a little wordy but it's a family name <laughs> yeah Later, it was fraud and conspiracy. He gets out of all of these easily. Sorry, fraud is also very fraud. Fraud, fraud. It's like this is this is my daughter, fraud. Fraud conspiracy. This is fraud and conspiracy. The way like French people pronounce pronounce mod like mod. It's like fraud. Mod. Fraud. Fraud. I like how you're like French people and I'm like, okay, but that's not Quebecers because they'd be like, <laughs> 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 
I only know that because I knew I knew someone in London who was named Maud, but she pronounced it like Mo. And I was like, yes. Okay. I have a cousin whose name is spelled France. But my okay. French relatives in Quebec would be like, oh, can you go see if France is ready for dinner? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> sounds like a fucking goose. <laughs> it's like that. It's like that videos of the of the pageant Why? queens who the Miss Universe pageant queens who are all introducing their names. Yes, they get to France and she goes, "Fault." <laughs> she sounds like a yes! fucking seagull. I love that video so okay. much. I watched that and immediately I was like, "She's from Quebec," and I was like, "No, Kalen." <laughs> She's not. She just She's said it. Frost. She's from France. <laughs> it's so good, Kaylin. You have to put that in the in the episode. You have it's to obviously put it in. in. It's obviously in. Yes. Are you fucking kidding me? Yes. yes. All of this is it. The whole video is iconic. I'm not. Ed- I'm not editing this. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is gonna be like three hours. That's it. Like this is just the episode. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. But okay. So. He gets out of all of his indictments easily. At his third trial, he even manages to get out of it after his lawyer has a heart attack. So he gets out of his chair and just does his own like defense, like closing arguments for seven hours with no notes in front of him. And he's just like, well, okay, so he's dead. He's okay. that good. He's that talented. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He just like got out of his chair and acquitted his own self. One of his things that he loved to do um, would be like, Okay, so I love America. Clearly. I'm a patriot. (laughs) I am American. I am America. So, like, are you saying America is criminal? (laughs) Are you saying Americans are committing crimes? (laughs) Because I don't know about you, but that sounds like something a fucking commie would say. I love it. So end of the day, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, are you an American like me? Yes. Who loves my country? I am an American like you. Are you a fucking communist? No. (laughs) I'm like the jury's like standing up like. Everyone gets up and claps. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know the words. I don't live there. The um, word American has the word can in it. And I can get you all. American has the word can in it. And I can not commit a crime. Exactly. Fuck you. You finished that for me. Thank you. It's so good. So then the sound bites from the trial would be like, Roy Cohn, I love America and I'd never commit a crime. And this would be like on the front page. Iconic. And then you'd look at the article and then like, if you knew how to read, which you didn't because you were American, you would like really like actually get through the article and it'd be like, says Roy Cohn after being indicted on like 13 charges of fraud. After committing all these crimes. <laughs> but he knew everybody in the press. Okay, you know um, Rupert Murdoch? Yes. I do know or that. Or whatever. Yes. yes. Yeah, they're Owner best friends. Sky News. Yes, they yeah. are. He also, um, he also introduced... Reagan to Murdoch and Trump oh. to Murdoch personally. 
Oh. That makes – like, I really feel like he and Trump would have been besties. Oh, there's no would have been. They were. We're getting there. <laughs> they were literally best friends. True besties. He taught Trump everything he knew. All yeah. of these tactics that Roy – well, okay, we'll get there. Um, we'll get there. We're, very soon. So it's easy for him to make a narrative in – in the media for himself because he, people knew them. And mm-hmm. also he knew the, like, if he could say something like salacious, it would just make the headline, like give one yeah. short quote. If you get approached by reporters and then they report that, like that headline, like I love America and I'd never commit a crime. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And if you can get that kind of press in America, you are innocent. Yeah. Well, I saw it in the paper. Like Roy Cohn, yeah. he loves America. It was in the news. <laughs> and he could never commit a crime. Yeah, I heard that too. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, but like these aren't like especially like mm, the citizens of the country we're talking about are not <laughs> especially media literate. <laughs> They're yeah. not mm, looking at the news and saying that's definitely a lie. You so, can say mm-hmm. that we inject bleach in our assholes because we read it on a mommy blog, Caitlin. We won't be offended. Okay. Well, some of us like bleached assholes, and I don't appreciate the homophobia. <laughs> okay. So he he wanted – we talked about this, but he wanted power because with enough power, your like marginalization becomes less potent. Like people yeah. can use it less of – it's less of a weapon. Like you can yell faggot at Roy Cohn on the street, but maybe he'll have you sentenced to death. (laughs) So like, maybe Mm -hmm. you don't, (laughs) maybe he calls Reagan and he has you arrested for treason. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's like, you know, for all his faults, I don't think you should be yelling slurs at him on the street. (laughs) I mean, I think I should be (laughs) able to. (laughs) Yeah. I think you're allowed to say that word. Yeah, you are. But. I, like, I know I'm not supposed to say it against other people, but Roy Cohn specifically, I feel like I'm okay with it. I feel like he would hear the way you said it and he'd be like, mm, okay. Yeah, I feel like it would be like, well, I mean. He would be like, well, they're pretty, so. <laughs> they or just like, it. you know what? You're just jealous because I'm the kind of faggot that has a fucking. Juicy prostate. <laughs> has two Rolls Royces, one that's a convertible, so I can get a tan while I drive. The two things he loved were being skinny and tan. I mean, also like being like mm. a high on Valium and fucked in the ass. Um, but he really was like all great things. You are you've made it if you're skinny and tan. Mm-hmm. And high on Valium and getting fucked in the ass. Like, yeah, he used to do a hundred. <laughs> yeah, he used to do a hundred push-ups a day, like a uh, hundred push-ups and a oh hundred sit-ups a day in his spooky fucking room. Oh my god. Okay. So this firm that he's with, um, that he started after the McCarthy era. Um, sorry, the photos are on my phone because I took them from the documentary because I couldn't find photos of his weird freaky frog room anywhere else this bitch collected frog room okay so they they, what happened was his firm buys a building in like a super hoity um area of new york and they're like 
okay, to afford this, we also have to live here. So, <laughs> so you would like go to meetings at his place and you would get to his room and I'm sending to the group chat right now the plaque on the outside of his room. It's a little, so you know that you're at Roy's room. Okay, it's sent. So he's got a he's got oh. a child's nameplate with Mickey Mouse on it, right? Okay. Yes. Wait, you said the frog ins- room though. Okay, what? we're getting to the frogs. Okay. <laughs> okay. I I I want to hear about the frogs. Yeah, I have okay. a lot of questions. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. <laughs> I'm these these photos are not going to be answers, Mandy. <laughs> they are just oh, no. more questions. Okay. What? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh. That, that's him doing sit-ups in front of the TV. Uh, his 100 sit-ups. <laughs> what the fuck? 200 sit-ups. It says in the, uh, in the captions... He's oh, just about doing 200 sit-ups I'm, today. That's a lot of sit-ups. I'm sorry for lying oh, about him. That's more sit-ups God. than Britney Spears oh, did at her peak. They're so creepy. What? Those are the creepiest <laughs> frogs I've ever fucking seen. I'm Holy about to shit. send you... Okay, so this is a photo of him sitting beside his two favorite frogs, holding a photo of him and Donald Trump. Does he bring men home to that room? Yes. Did you, did you have to fuck in front and of the clients. frogs? There's a mirror on the ceiling above the bed, and the bed is covered in a fur blanket. You can see the frogs from all angles. (laughs) Yes. No. I would have to turn every single one of those around before fucking. Holy shit. That's creepy. So is there an explanation for the frog thing? Why is he into frogs? Right. He liked frogs. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) He just liked them. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Really no, the explanation it. as to why he has frog toys is that he is a homosexual. Is that a is that <laughs> obviously like, is, does that have meaning for the community? No, no, the, for the gay community? Not not the frog specifically, but he's like, what? I just think they're cute. <laughs> like I just like them as all. <laughs> Every time I see one, I just gotta <laughs> I just like to buy stuff. So like if I see a frog, I buy it. Was he was he friends? And obviously like, I'm gonna put them all together because they're friends. Was he friends with <laughs> any other queer people? Like was there no one who would be like, honey, you need to stop. Do you wanna be sentenced to death? <laughs> Ethel? <laughs> you're like gonna come at him about his frogs i'm gonna be really nice like, about it but i'm gonna be like, like sounds like something a fucking communist i, I wonder say. i do <laughs> wonder though, at a certain point because it becomes that thing right where your friends start being like oh you're no now frogs. you're the frog person you're the frog yeah. person and they start buying you all the stuff so at a certain point you know was he really like? not into it anymore but he was just done <laughs> but yeah. they just kept giving him the frogs no because that would require you to be like Oh, I don't want to hurt their feelings by not putting this frog out. He was not worried about hurting people's feelings. Mm, that's this true. is Roy fucking mm-hmm. Cone. I get around yeah. that by not liking anything. He has no soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Somebody recently was like, oh my God, you only wear black. You'd be easy to shop for. And I was like, you'd think that, but you'd be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be wrong. It's like, well, I guess I'd give it to you with the receipt then. And I'm like, so now I have homework? <laughs> no, I have to go return this thing. You're just bringing something to my house that means I have to go to the store. What is mm-hmm. this? Excuse me. <laughs> no, like, thank you. Like you're literally just coming to my house and you're like, here, go to the store. <laughs> Here's some trash. Just take it back for me. <laughs> Here's some trash. Bring it to the store and get some money for it. 
And I'm like, right. And I'll, I guess I'll just get something else at the gap that I want. <laughs> okay. So that's his room. That's where he lives. He brings clients there. That's so wrong. Um, he gets fucked every night on that bed by a different man with a mirror on the ceiling above Looking them. Looking at those frogs. Well, they look at this, the mirror on the ceiling above them. And then after the man leaves, his best friend, uh, some like straight dude would come in and he would described as they would just like lay on the bed, like with their arms behind their head, like looking at the ceiling, like talking about life. Um, and his friend one night was like, so are you the girl or the boy? And Roy was like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> no moment of hesitation. <laughs> this is me, Lee. Girl. girl. Him. You know what? I love no, to he see. he knew what he liked. I love he... to see a power bottom succeeding. <laughs> well, it's so powerful in court. Yeah. You know he's going home like, Donnie, please. Half the evil people on this show are power bottoms. Absolutely. <laughs> Honestly, it's the, it's because bottoms are more likely to be evil. Yeah, satanic energy. No, one hundred percent. Anyone who's like, enter me, Lord. Like that's somebody you know is gonna have some. They got some Satan other in that bussy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Satan in the bussy, Mandy. Not that Lucifussy. <laughs> Lucifussy. <laughs> so homeboy's like flashy. Two Rolls Royces, a mm. shit ton of yappy dogs, planes, <laughs> boats. He spends all his time out on the boat. Like, um, <laughs> and apparently, what are some nasty rivers in New York that you wouldn't want to go in? All of them. Because um, he the would, Hudson. Like, all of them. Yeah, all of them. That's it. <laughs> the Hudson. He would like yeah. water ski in it behind his boat. And he was like the only person who would go in it. Um, he was always like, super tan like like let me see if i can That's find weird for new york you have to really work at it to be tan in new york he did work at it he did work at it really hard okay so because to him that was like a status symbol i was like a stupid yeah, gay i can afford to go on holiday and get tan and yeah mm. <laughs> as a stupid gay here are some photos of his tan jesus christ Okay. Here's him on his boat with all his little boys and his dogs, all his twinks and his puppies. Oh, the puppies! I mean, the twinks aren't bad. I mean, yeah. I bet. I bet it was really fun hanging out on his boat. He's living his life. Yeah. No, that's the thing. Like, he he did have fun. He threw like really cool parties. I bet. Yeah. He has nice legs. Yeah. What's a nice little leg cross? His parties were like really iconic because it would be like Barbara Walters was there, Trump was there, like the archdiocese was there, <laughs> and then like five hundred mobsters. <laughs> like, I love that. And then like the mayor, <laughs> boofing with the Pope and, and boofing with the Pope and a bunch, an Al like uh, Al Capone or something. It's like the Pope and like and Fat Tony or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> with those like cute little um mobster names. He actually Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait. I think that one of them might have his clients. We'll get to that. <laughs> he was very much into, as you've seen in those photos, like the classically handsome American man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All American. That's definitely his type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And Wallace Adams was one of them. That was one of his boyfriends. He looks like he's dating half of the Jets from West Side Story. (laughs) (laughs) This is him with his one of his boyfriends at the time at one of his fabulous parties. I would have loved that party. Look at at his boyfriend. I know, right? They're adorable. I know. And like, okay, so he's not he's not pretty, but like the accusations that he's like ugly are just are simply not true. He's not ugly. He's just not like a pretty boy. Mm, he really isn't. He's not ugly. No, some people are some people are ugly. Like no. you they look Yeah, you look at them and you're like, "No." Honestly, he looks like Frank like, Sinatra and Frank Sinatra was a fucking sex symbol. Like, I think they're both Mm -hmm. the same kind of guy. He's just not, like, pretty, pretty, you know? Like, 90% of the people I think are, like, legitimately ugly. It's, like, mostly because they don't like who they are. Yeah. So, like, I can't make excuses for them in my mind. Where I'm like, I may not be, like, attracted to you right off the bat. But, like, in, like, a Beauty and the Beast kind of scenario, I could learn to fuck with this. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can make my peace with this. <laughs> and that's how we ended up being into podcasters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. 100%. Um, so he was never out to his mom. He was living this life okay. with a boyfriend and everything. But, it, like, it was never open, open. Um, mm-hmm. Especially to his mom. He never admitted that he was gay anywhere. Like, Never to anyone but, like, his friends, basically. But did his family know? But he would never say he was gay. He would just be like, I'm a bottom. Um, I don't... Okay, so I don't know. Okay. But I feel like no. You would think his mom would know. Because after Dora died... So I thought this, but then after Dora died, he changed his behavior. So, like, mm. maybe she knew, but he was still hiding it. But, like, he, like, fired his staff and replaced them all with, like, hot men. Like the drivers of his car and his yacht. Iconic. He was like <laughs> a terrible person, but like <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah. Like the the idea of like, okay, well, now that my mom's gone, like I can openly like like slobber over my staff in public <laughs> is like that's a weird that's a weird vibe. Yeah. Um but also hiring like all like muscle dudes hilarious i i I mentioned this earlier but this is around the time that he was telling people that he was like engaged to barbara walters and that they were gonna get married and she was like (laughs) what did barbara think of that (laughs) they were friends yeah like they were close friends but she was like to to anyone that knew them she was like not to this fucking fruit i'm not (laughs) (laughs) are you fucking kidding me (laughs) (laughs) he would go to business dinners with people and be like, sorry, I did 200 push-ups today, so I won't be eating. You just order something for yourself. And then the entire meal, he'd be like with this gross little man fingers, just like picking off their plate and like, eating it throughout the meal. Because mm. it didn't count. If, if it was from someone it. else's plate, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But he would eat like half their meal. <laughs> um, which is like not cute not cute behavior because like no it's annoying don't touch my fucking fries don't touch my fucking fries especially not with your nasty fingers i know right he also got like a really bad facelift 
and didn't take like any recovery time so we'd just be like out with like staples down the side of his no. face oh no and people people would be like no. oh did you get surgery and he was like why do i look sick to you <gasps> that's iconic like, that's hilarious because of the staples <laughs> in your like, face. no bro you're popping stitches he's like i feel fine do i look sick to you i didn't get surgery because i'm not sick oh my god <laughs> Like a like a, a staple like pops out and like clicks yeah, your I <laughs> literally it's when, very death becomes her it like, like cracks and breaks. <laughs> when I get cosmetic surgery, I'm using that line. <laughs> Do I look a little sick to you? So unhinged, hilarious. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So his boyfriend at the time, um, what was this man's name? Wallace Adams. He's from that photo I sent. He said, like, Roy was, like, fucking a new guy every day if he could get one, like, high on Valium. Um, They were obviously, like, polyagamous. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And Roy would get mad because he couldn't open the childproof lock on his Valium. Because he was like too fucked up, <laughs> so he would he would make his boyfriend open it for him, and then he would like pour out like six in his hand and be like, Hope! and like go about his day. <laughs> and his day oh, was working for um, Galanti, the mafia boss, godfather of the New York <laughs> mafia. Jesus, as well as John Gotti. Do you know? Do you know him? Yes. Yeah. Big mafia boss. Yeah. So John Gotti walked into a bar with some of his men and shot someone directly in the head and killed him in front of everyone in the bar. Mm -hmm. Like, I think there was like a dozen witnesses. And Roy got him off on manslaughter with only two years in prison. Holy shit. Good lawyer. He's good at his job. Manslaughter. So like- After this, the mafia was like his gun around and it went off. Yeah. That's our guy. Honestly, have you never have you never accidentally like you get a little excited and it just goes off? Like sometimes (laughs) that happens and it's perfectly normal. (laughs) 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 It's who's amongst us has not had a case of premature manslaughter. (laughs) (laughs) So because of this, like obviously the mafiosos are like Okay, so sorry, what was his name and do you have his card? <laughs> I would also like to walk into a bar and shoot someone <laughs> and only get two years. Like, definitely worth it. Even more worth so it. if I get like one of my men to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, yep. <laughs> how would I give you $200,000 and you go to jail for two years? And it's like, well, okay. I <laughs> okay, so among his A list clients were mob figures Fat Tony Salerno. Carmine Galante and Nicholas Cockeyed Nick Ritteni. <laughs> I love that they all have names. I think it's very cute how mobsters always Nick. get nicknames. It's mm-hmm. so cute. And they're like, it's, it's Cockeyed Nick. You don't call me by my dead name. They're in a little club. <laughs> mafia bosses are trans. That is now true. Oh my God, mafia the trans mafia are trans. The yes. trans mafia would go. Oh, so hard. <laughs> mm. Um, so Roy learned about the power of like threats and intimidation from them. He never really did that before. Like he was never really mm. like threatening people. He was like manipulating them. He was like putting 
he was pulling a bunch of strings that only he was privy to because nobody really understood how many connections he really had or how close he was to every person because everyone's always like around and they're schmoozing you don't know if someone's able to like get a favor from someone mm-hmm. just because you're all at the same parties together right mm-hmm. so he was able to do things like okay i won't be i won't be able to give like names on this but whoever was supposed to run against reagan for the like republican um what do they call the it like republican America, nomination you're yes you're for trying to be the candidate that's gonna go for yeah. a president was it yes it wasn't bob dole he, was it no no he convinced somebody who was going to run against reagan to run um as a democrat oh which made so reagan won because this guy yeah. was not popular enough to mm-hmm. like he got him out of there for reagan after reagan won nancy herself called roy to thank him personally thank for getting her husband into wow. office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like everything that Reagan did while president, you can pretty much attribute to Roy Cohn. Nice. Okay. To Roy and to Nancy's yeah. fucking uh, medium or whatever she went to. Yeah. She was like regularly visiting like a psychic who would be like, tell your husband to do this. And she's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sounds cool. <laughs> so that's honestly, that's a little iconic. Um, this glug glug was kind of iconic. Random story I forgot to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> random story I did forget to tell you uh, once um, during like a Passover dinner, uh, the house one of their housekeeper housekeepers died, um, and Dora, his mom, didn't want to like ruin the celebration, so she just dragged the housekeeper's body under the table and, like, pulled the tablecloth over it. <laughs> Oh my god! That is some true crime shit! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> but Passover is, like, the biggest That's holiday! Like, you don't want to ruin you don't want to ruin Passover! It was a special day! <laughs> it's a special day! No, that was it. She just didn't want to ruin it. There was a bunch of people over, and there was, like, politicians and stuff, right? Because they're, like, very popular, and, like, it would have shut down the whole thing, and it was, like, I like Dora did what if it was wrong. like the first year you get to host and the fucking housekeeper dies? Dora did nothing wrong. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Sorry at the housekeeper, but like you're already dead. So she's already dead. Up. She can wait a couple of hours before you call the police. She she She's has like, to. We wait. just found her laying under the table. <laughs> she must. You know how they. You know how housekeepers always go into a dark place to die. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was go, like going to some corner alone. <laughs> we were calling for her for hours. Mittens, mittens, <laughs> <laughs> Miss Mittens, Miss Mittens. I threw up in the hall. <laughs> I shook a bag. Oh I shook a bag of her food. <laughs> <laughs> I shook a bag of Tide Pods. She usually comes running. <laughs> Mandy's gonna throw up in her hands. I really am. I'm sorry. I'm, just mad. I'm sorry. I'm just imagining someone wearing the full maid outfit going under a porch. <laughs> to die, die. <laughs> curling <laughs> up into a circle three times first. Before she only down. makes it two and a half, and is like, 
Wolf-Dust Cloud coming out. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That also begs the question, like, if they're sick for a really long time, do you do you call someone to put your maid down? Like, it was really, yeah. it was really peaceful. I held her it the whole time. It is. <laughs> oh like a God. pillow over her face. <laughs> She's like just not. She's cleaning like five minutes, five minutes of slower a day. You're like we had to, put, had her to put her down. Also known as, oh, no, just, I had Stuart just... come into her room with a, a large feather pillow. It was so sweet though because like I I I held her in my arms and <laughs> afterwards the... <laughs> after she went the cook came over and sniffed her and I think he knew. <laughs> <laughs> I got one of those fucking TikToks where they're like, I gave mittens the last special day. And they take her to like McDonald's and buy her a couple of chicken McNuggets. She's like, thank you. And then I came and brought her home and we put a bunch of balloons in the backyard. And I think she knew how much we loved her. Oh my, oh my god. This is the this might be the fucking darkest episode we've ever done. <laughs> episode. This is like I'm sorry, Bestie. This is, this like is three episodes now. I mean, it's like, yeah, we've been doing this for like an hour yeah. and forty minutes. We, we, have, we, have, we have just covered we have just covered like May and June. Like, this is <laughs> We're going to November. Oh, fuck. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Respect the Dead. You can follow Respect the Dead on Instagram and Twitter at underscore Respect the Dead. If you want to follow us individually, you can find our socials in the show notes. And you should check out our YouTube channels. We don't shit on dead people there as often, but still, we're making tons of cool stuff. If you enjoyed Respect the Dead and would like to support us, there's a couple of ways to do that. You can give us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you found us. If you leave us a review, we can read it out on the podcast. Reviews are the best way for new listeners to discover the show. Give us at least five stars and then share us with a good friend who likes venting about dead people. You can also give us some money over on our Patreon. Patreon supporters get some cool bonus content like bloopers from the cutting room floor and even coming up with a fake sponsor ad that we'll read in an episode. It has to be a fake business, though, not your MLM, honey. Thanks so much for listening. Join us every Monday for our next Worm Feast. I'm Kellen Conrad. I'm Ailey Mandy. And I'm Hoots. Bye. Bye. Bye.